You are listening to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators Podcast with President and Founder Elizabeth Inman and co-host Kim Spence-Mullen. This podcast provides a variety of topics that affect you as a federal employee. Our mission at Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators is to get to know you and understand your needs, wants, and long-term goals. Now, let's join Elizabeth and Kim. Welcome to the podcast today, and we're so glad you've joined us. I love it when we hear friends say that they subscribe, that they're getting their friends to listen. And Elizabeth, you spent 24 years in the federal employment system. So you have the mindset of knowing what so many of our listeners are dealing with and going through, and that is your heart you love the federal employees. I just simply will never forget going through my career with the questions I had about things like TSP. Mm-hmm. I will never forget retiring from federal service and then deciding to take some advanced training on federal benefits and mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't know any of this. Wow. Things about life insurance, things about surviving spouse benefit, the things that I needed to know while I was employed, I didn't get to learn it till after I retired. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do these podcasts so that people have access, easy access as a federal employee, but also could be very helpful to people who are already retired from federal service as well. So yes, I do love my federal employees because I happen to be a federal retiree myself. I love it. And that is the key word is access. That's what we're talking about today. It's access to a free ebook. You can request your copy on the website. We'll be giving information about that. But the ebook is the TSP Millionaire, and we're on this series. And you know, Kim, you mentioned my 24-year career, but my second career has spanned 12 years now. I'm working on my 13th year. So I, I really have a total of 36 years just me by myself mm. in this space of federal benefits, the things that affect federal postal employees, and, and so that's very significant in yes. that I'm still, I, today I draw my pension from the federal government. I'm very interested in the congressional actions that are being taken that's going to affect our federal benefits. And it thrills me to be able to, to communicate those changes to the federal employees because you're out there working every day. You're, you're in the grind and, and COVID added a whole new dimension to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember when everybody was talking about the government was going to be shut down, the government's going to be shut down. And I said, well, you know, parts of the government may be shut down. But our postal employees are still out there delivering mail every day. There's parts of our federal government that is still processing uh, the information they do on a daily basis. It's just from home instead of at work. You know, we had a, a big exodus of federal employees and postal employees during this pandemic. I, I literally myself helped employees that he, I, I'll never forget this one guy that called up and, and he said, man, he said, I, I plan to work another three years, but my wife has major health issues and she's so valuable to me. I'm going to retire because my work does require that I go to work every day and I can't chance getting something at work and bringing it home to my wife. So his retirement plans got changed in, the, in, in an instant wow. with the pandemic. 
And I've got many other stories like that. So, you know, what better way to get the information to them than do these kind of podcasts where we can really get the information in your hands in real time that's going to help you with their decisions and help you understand your benefits. Absolutely. So we're going to continue today with the TSP Millionaire. This is the ebook that is available when you request a copy through the website. And it is totally free, no strings attached. As we've said before, we're continuing on with the lessons. There are 10 lessons in this book. So if you have missed any up to this point, please go back and start with our first podcast and continue on. We love for you to subscribe. Let your friends know that we're here for you. And um, we had lesson three last time. Let's kind of circle back, just kind of give a little bit of a, you know, about that. And then as we head into lesson four, but we stopped with the, the L fund and, and I like the title, skip the easy button of using the L fund. Yes, because that L fund uh, uh, reallocates your money without any regard to the underlying economic fundamentals. I talked about the pandemic already. So the year of 2020 will go down in history as the year of COVID, that we actually had a pandemic in our world. And you know what? Those L funds made zero adjustments based on the pandemic that was raging in the year of 2020. Mm -hmm. It definitely had and is still having an impact on the economic fundamentals and the economic conditions here in America. The L funds most of the time have too much allocated to the I fund, that international fund, and the L funds become too conservative upon the maturity date of the L fund. So those are, those are the reasons why we talk about skipping the easy button of the set it and forget it mm-hmm. mentality of the L funds. You know, in, in the second podcast, we also talked about avoiding investing 100% of your account in the G fund because of the conservative nature of the G fund. You know, if you've been in the G fund these last 12 years, you have missed out on major opportunity by being so conservative. But if you're in the G fund, you already know that. That's one thing about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then in our very first broadcast, which I want to bring this up every single time, if today, right now, today, you are not at the 5% participation rate in the TSP funds, then right now today, when you finish listening to our podcast, I want you to go into tsp.gov, access your account, and increase your allocations by 1%. Because 5% matching is free money. You do understand that's a 100% guaranteed return on your investment at the 5% level. If you're only contributing 3%, you are literally giving away free money. Wow. So today, that's an action you can take today. Go in and increase what you're putting in by at least 1%. Most people will never miss 1% by increasing it by 1%. Well, you know, and we're talking to those friends too, who, as you mentioned before, they may not have looked at their TSP, Elizabeth, I mean, pretty much since they started. So there are some who really don't know where they are. That is so true. Um, I've got the sweetest, gentlest little lady that's getting ready to retire that has worked for the Postal Service for a long, long time. And she had never, ever accessed her account online. Wow. So she set it up in, in 
on paper because back in the day you didn't go online <laughs> to set your funds, right. <laughs> to set your allocations, but she set it up when she got hired on paper and she had never accessed it. And, and, and just the wonder of sitting with her and helping her access it. Of course, that started with a phone call because anyway, it starts with a phone call. If you've never accessed your account, by the way, you've got to call them. So yeah. call the TSP.com. <laughs> but once she made that phone call, got the information that was necessary to set with her and help her access her account was an honor and a privilege mm. for me. I and then it. to see her eyes when she saw how much she had in that account was priceless. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to continue today now with lesson four, and this is bypass selecting TSP funds based upon past performance. That's for sure. Bypass selecting TSP funds based on past performance. As a federal employee, as a postal employee, what else do you have to go by? I mean, you're working every day. You're out carrying the mail. You're out, you know, doing your IRS audits, whatever. I mean, you're landing our plane safely yeah. as FAA uh, federal. And so how else do you do it? But I'm sure that you've heard before, you know, that past performance is no guarantee of future results. And it's really a true statement. So remember, you're investing in your future. You're not investing in your past. And the funds can't are not, cannot and will not and do not guarantee to repeat what they've done in the past. You know, inside of our ebook, we've actually got a chart that is one of my favorite charts in this book. Maybe, maybe because it's so colorful, Kim. It's mm -hmm. got all my favorite colors, purple <laughs> and, and pink and blue. But really what this is, is it's a, a chart that has 81 different categories of past performance. Okay. It's really, it's really neat to look at. Wow. So it's one of the reasons you want to request this free ebook. But additionally, uh, instead of chasing past performance when you're selecting a TSP fund, a much better approach is to focus on your financial goals. So I'm I'm going to give you four different things that you need to consider when you're thinking about how to allocate your TSP funds. So your financial goals is one of them. The time horizon for your retirement is part of it. Your tolerance for risk, which is also commonly called your investment objective, are three of those those ways and three of those things you need to look at when it comes to how do you allocate your TSP. So financial goals. Uh, you know what the number one source for information for retirement that we as federal and postal employees have out there, Kim? What is it? It is our peers. Mm. Well, I know Charlie retired a couple of months ago. I'm going to call Charlie and see what he needed to do. Well, you know, Sally retired a few years ago, and she told me that I need to do this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. It's our number one source for information for retirement. Wow. And, and that's not taking into consideration your retirement goals. Financial goals really are targets, and it's usually driven by specific future financial needs that you've got, and your TSP could play a big part and should play a big part in achieving those goals. So some financial goals that you might set as an individual is going to be very different than Charlie's. Your goals may be very different than Sally's goals were. Um, one of the goals may be saving just to have a comfortable retirement. A lot of the people I meet with say, you know, I just don't want to feel any different. I'm, I, my husband and I are making X amount today and we want to make X amount, the same amount when we retire. Is mm -hmm. that possible? 
or or you may have a different goal in mind. Mm-hmm. But it's your goal. It's not Charlie's. It's not Sally's. Yeah. You need to set these goals and these targets based on your own uh, definition of what a comfortable retirement is. Some people save uh, in their TSP in order to send their kids to college. That may be a financial goal. Or managing your finances to have your home paid off when you retire. Or it could be, Kim, becoming the next TSP millionaire. Mm, That's kind of exciting. (laughs) (laughs) But a goal is the first step that sets you on a path. And it should be inspirational. Mm -hmm. It should be stretching. It should be based on your own values, your own interests. Not on what Charlie did or what Sally did when they retired. So ask yourself, what matters the most to you? If you could wave a magic wand and this is what retirement looks like, you should have those things in mind. And then you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice to make that happen? And then what what can, can help you actually stay the course? So when you categorize your financial objectives into short-term, medium, and long-term, it provides a focus to your plan. Since your TSP accounts used to satisfy long-term goals and specifically retirement, we're not going to talk about short-term and medium-term goals uh, when it comes to this particular ebook. But the long-term goals that are more than 15 years away, some of your life's biggest goals, including retirement, can fall in that category. Another element that I want to talk about in how to select the funds for your TSP will be your time horizon for retirement. We have a couple that are our clients that we work with that are very young, raising young kids. And they both are, uh, they both work for the FAA. They are both very instrumental in our part of the country of making sure our planes land safely. Mm. So you do know I want to take really good care of them, yes. right? <laughs> but I love watching this young couple of the generation that they're of. They're all over retirement goals. Wow. And they've got most of their career ahead of them. And they're literally making the sacrifices necessary that their retirement is going to look way different than even my retirement. Mm -hmm. I can just tell you because they're willing to to take the steps and make the the discipline decisions necessary. There is no doubt in my mind they both will be TSP millionaires inside of their TSP because they've put the elements of this ebook into place for them. It's fun watching them. <laughs> but the amount of time that you have until retirement is considered your time horizon and it's instrumental in determining how you should manage. So that couple, their elements and and the things that they're considering in their time horizon, horizon is very, very different than Randy, who we actually worked with after he'd already retired from federal service. He worked for the VA, and the way he looked at the way he made his allocations was way different than what this couple that still has another 20, 20, 20 years ahead of them. Mm-hmm. So the more time you have, the easier it will be for your TS, TSP account to absorb risk. To balance both the income and growth levels of your TSP account, you're going to need to allocate your money according to the level of acceptable risk as well as the amount of time that you've got available to achieve your goals. That's the time horizon time horizon that I'm talking about. So remember, the longer your time horizon, the more volatility you can tolerate in your performance uh, and in your portfolio. So on the other hand, if you're already in retirement, like Randy was, you may need to rely heavily on the income from your TSP account. 
income may be your primary goal. Therefore, you may seek to manage income and manage the risk of short-term losses. So your TSP account will likely be weighted in things like the bond investments, GF and L income funds, with some stock investments, um, stock index funds in the mix to maintain some personal growth. Um, the next one is the tolerance that you've got for risk. Like Paula, when she came to us, she had never had her funds in anything except the G fund. Mm -hmm. And the first words out of her mouth, I felt, I felt such an empathy for her because she sat in front of me and said, oh man, I wasn't very smart with my money. All it's been in is just the G fund, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, the, your risk tolerance is the degree of variability in investment returns that you're willing to live with. So you should have a realistic understanding of what your ability and willingness to stomach the large swings in the value of your TSP account is. For example, if you take on too much risk, you might panic and you might sell at the wrong time. And boy, do I have stories about that, including my own, mm -hmm. when I lost a quarter of my TSP back in 2008. Boy, oh boy, did I go conservative, conservative and I stayed conservative and I cost myself a lot of money because I took that approach. Mm -hmm. So as we continue on into the next podcast, Kim, I want to finish up talking about these different allocations and I'll talk about a specific method that we have through a lot of our affiliates that we network with to help you know how to allocate your TSP funds. Excellent. And we will continue that. But also, don't forget, you can go ahead and go online and request a free copy of this ebook. It is available to you, the TSP Millionaire, right now. You can go on febcnow.com, request your free copy, or you can call 833-693-3388. We love to get this information in your hands. It's that easy to do. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. At Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, we want to help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. Call us at 833-693-3388 or on the web at fe bcnow.com.